This is Voices of Admission, stories from the people behind great events. Jesse Char is the co-founder of Layers, a three-day conference where people talk about design and technology. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Jason. So nice to see you again. It's nice to talk to you again. Now, you run the Layers Conference, and you've been doing that for a while, and you gave a very interesting presentation here about, if I had to sum it up, about making sure that events uh, spread delight mm-hmm. among their attendees. Is that about right? That's Yes, that was, yeah, yeah. And a lot of little, I think it was interesting too, because it's a lot of the little details, like things that are very easy to skip over to not sweat. And mm-hmm. you mentioned the, you know, it's the same hotel ballroom and it's the same badge with the same lanyard and it's the same box lunch and it's all of those things. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to me your your argument is all of that stuff can be better. You just have to look at it and and take the time, and it might actually benefit the even the the finances of your conference if you can if you can find a way to do things for relatively cheap. Yes, it's like when value engineering goes right. That's nice. You know, don't go for the blue lights and say, "Well, blue lights are going to solve my conference." Instead, like you gave you gave some amazing examples of the idea of putting um, you know, putting some stuff in the bathrooms or getting the event space to smell nice and not smell weird and just like things that are part of the as you said, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Just can we make this can we make all of the corners of this conference nice? Yes. I think um a lot of people who at least maybe have heard of me or are looking at me on the admission website, perhaps see that I have pink hair. Jason, you've known me for a very long time. I'm usually wearing like more sequins. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that I have a lot of associations with like dog and pony shows and like making things sparkly and adding a lot of like those like top layers um, to layers. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I really wanted to drive home the fact that like you you shouldn't be allowed to do the sparkles and the lights and the dog and pony show like until you have actually addressed like the things that are essential to human existence, which is a problem everywhere right. in design. So many, I mean that that was the definitely one of the things I took away from your talk was the idea that um it's so easy to get caught up in the frosting mm-hmm. and forget like all the things that we just take for granted. And I get why we do it in conferences, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the, the, the coffee, the snacks, the bathroom, mm-hmm. the transportation, like all of these details that are fundamental, like huge parts of what a conference is mm-hmm. when you're experiencing it, but yeah. often get kind of just passed over because they're just sort of given and you just kind of say, okay, we'll have those. Mm-hmm. And then, so you, so in, in some of the details, so you, you told about the, like, you put, uh, you put nice stuff in the bathrooms. You got nice soap for the bathrooms. Um, you know, what was, I, I'm trying to think of like, uh, no sad food, you said, was no another example. Food. So uh, that, and that struck me because obviously dealing with venues that have sort of in house catering or forced catering, that, that's got to be a huge problem. Like, how do you get around that? And can you? <laughs> you can. Um, it, it might make some people upset, um, but I've done a lot of like, I know I sound like a friendly person, right? But I do some hardball negotiation with catering managers at venues because I actually, um, the venue that we use for layers is the same team as what Apple uses for WWDC. We are dealing with the same people who provide those actual box lunches at DubDub. Yeah, the, um, the, the the cost like $35 for a soggy sandwich. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and our venue didn't want to allow us to do any of that. And um, as I mentioned in my talk, like I 
we put, consider snacks to be a part of the programming of our event. We put it all over the website and we say, look at this. This is what our event is. If we can't have snacks that, that we bring from outside, we cannot be at your venue. And we just basically play chicken with them until they let us do what we want. So I th- I, I was watching a crowd of people who do this uh, as their jobs too, to plan <laughs> events. And I thought that that was a very inspirational moment of like, have you asked the venue to, maybe you should do yeah, what Jesse does. Yeah, and if does. you ask them, they say no then you just make more demands and you know you can you can say like i will give you five thousand dollars worth of money for something in return but like i also get to bring in my own chips or whatever right because in some ways this is all a game about like what you're paying for your event yeah. in the venue and and there there are trade-offs to be yeah, made you they pay for make something money else off of you right. and it's just like you can figure out other ways to give them your money right i don't i don't want you to i don't want your profit to come out of soggy sandwiches yeah. let's do something else yeah. instead film the talks you know provide more union workers right. yeah right so it's all it's it's hopefully negotiable so it's all you about can do the bottom that. line <laughs> Yeah, well, it's all about the waffle cone. Yeah. You need need ice cream. No. You you need ice cream. You need to hold ice cream. Yes. You can't just put it in your hand, a scoop in your hand. Never. But uh, why not delight people and have a waffle cone instead of whatever that other cone is that is the the boring cone that nobody wants? Um, You talked about people, and that was the thing that actually resonated the most of the whole talk the idea that um, as much as we focus on logistics as much as we focus on the content of talks and panels and things like that that in the end events are about the attendees the attendees are are in many ways the content and that that uh, event organizers should be viewing who comes to their event as uh, an important part of their programming Mm -hmm. yeah so so how do you approach that you you mentioned on stage like you aren't just saying, okay, tickets are available and we'll see who applies. You, you are doing, you're taking some active measures to make your, um, the, the sum of your attendees, a more, uh, a diverse and interesting, uh, mm-hmm. group for them to. So how are you doing that? So it's a lot of work. Um, and I always intend on starting it earlier every year and then it like happens at the last minute, but basically, you know, I talk to all of my friends who I see as, you know, people who belong to diverse communities, um, whether they are people of color or they are Caucasian. Um, you know, you just, you hit up all your different networks. You ask like what organizations they know of or support. Um, and you start talking to people in those organizations and you ask them like, what other organization organizations do you like? So it's really like going through this chain of nonprofits, this chain of like going through professors and just constantly asking for more and more and more people along the way. And like, that's how you just have to find a stream and start swimming. And and you give them tickets. I give them tickets. I reach out to people who I have never met or heard of before. And I say, hello, my name is Jesse Char. I run this event with Elaine Powell. And like, we would like to invite you to our event. And I did that with a lot of people this year and they showed up and they really, really appreciated it. And those were the people who were like making the biggest difference and meeting everybody and wearing awesome clothes. And just like, we're so excited to be there. And it really, really boosted the mood of the overall event. Right. Because it benefits everybody too. Yeah. The, pe- the person who su- paid full price and signed up day one, yeah. they're now in a room that is not with the same old people that they've seen in a billion other conferences who are just like them and don't have any additional yeah, perspective. Exactly. Yeah. 
that's good. That's really good. Um, you also mentioned Julie, your cruise director from The Love Boat, which yes. I got that reference. Perfect. Um, the younger <laughs> you people and me, might not. Everybody else just was slang. I don't yeah. even know what the love boat is. I almost did. I don't know what I'm supposed to do if I'm supposed to applaud the love boat or woo or something like that. But yeah. I was I was nodding knowingly in the back of the room. <laughs> but I, I like the Julie, your cruise director idea, because that is the idea that you need to be as a conference organizer. Like if your audience and having them interact is your content, mm-hmm. then you need to kind of curate your content. And that means introducing people or whatever you need to do to get them kind of connected. Yeah. And it's like, it costs zero dollars and people really feel special. Like if you're at an event and like the organizer walks up to you and says like, Jason, I really, really want you to meet Julie uh, because you and her share this common interest and I think it would be really great for you to talk. Like both Jason and Julie feel super special about that and everybody's happier. Yeah, and you you know you're in a better position to know than anyone who your attendees yeah. are and yeah. what they're interested in. And sometimes in. it helps you get out of long conversations that you need to like gracefully exit. You just introduce people to each other. Now, before we go, I, I do I want to turn it back to the, the niceties, just the little details, because I, I think there's a huge lesson to be learned there about just sort of, as you told the people here, you're at a conference right now. Think of what you need. And I, I came up after your talk and I got a Kleenex off of the <laughs> off of the table because that was what I needed at that moment. And I didn't bring it with me. And mm-hmm. it's just because I'm traveling. And um, I just I like that idea. So you provide like travel stuff and, and, and other kind of things that you would never think of as like uh, my conference needs to have this. But you do so it because things. so what what kind of stuff do you do you tend to provide? Let me think. OK, so like we have tiny bottles of mouthwash. We have um, tiny disposable toothbrushes, mini dental floss, mini boxes of Tic Tacs that like just look like a tiny box that has like four Tic Tacs in it. They're so cute. We have bobby pins and hair ties. We have tiny bottles of sunscreen because we're in San Jose and we have like an outdoor space. People need to protect themselves from the sun. We have um, like spray deodorant. We have Cheetos and Cool Ranch Doritos specifically um, because everybody loves those. We have these silly things called Smucker's Uncrustable Sandwiches, which are peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with the crusts cut off. Oh, boy. Those people go nuts for those. They're Mm -hmm. so silly. But like sometimes you just want like a peanut butter and And jelly sandwich when you're away from home. And that goes back to, yeah, you saying that really what this is, what can we do to make people feel good and be delighted? Yeah. And they might might like be really upset because they left their toothbrush at home when they might just be delighted by, oh, a peanut butter, some comfort food on my trip. Maybe you fed them lunch. They have bad breath now and like they need a mint to feel confident to like walk up and introduce themselves to people. Like it seems like silly sometimes but like you realize how important all of those little things are because it removes barriers and it like removes roadblocks for people right and you and you totaled up the cost and the answer is you know if you're worried about it from a budget perspective it doesn't cost much at all to no, do this but it just so it, cheap. for what for what you get right for yeah. what you get out of having provided it and, yes. and creating that delight in the audience well, it's really great. I hope, I mean, as somebody who, who knows you and has seen your conference, um, I, um, I sat there nodding the whole time. I, I think it's really interesting. There's such a wide group of people in the audience at this conference that I had that moment of like, I, I really hope that people are sitting there kind of going, oh my God, I could totally do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and maybe they had never really considered that. So I hope it's inspirational. People should definitely think about the little, the little edges of the conference and how you can make them all better without a lot of work. I hope so because I would go to more conferences. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's it does it does. You go to something like Layers and it does sort of raise the bar 
or something like this, quite honestly. This they, is a fantastic, these, and I'm so happy that they really came through because I was worried. <laughs> they, sweat, they sweat the details in a way, and, and the Ool conference, which which uh, Paul has also put on. Oh my God, Ool is like they, unreal. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like every little aspect of it is at least turned over in somebody's mind and said, is, is there a way to make this delightful? Is there a way to make this better? Oh, and yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean it's hard labor. It doesn't mean it's really expensive. It just means taking the time yeah, to think about I it. I bow down to Ool yeah. oh my, and this conference. I have so many ideas now. That's cool. That's very, very cool. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for speaking and for talking to me. All right. Thanks, Jason. Admission is a conference organized by the people behind Tito. Simple, powerful event software. Just add people. Get more information at ti.to.